Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in paints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my man who loves when things wrap up. Frank, how are you today? My name is Frank Ramblings. For eight years, I've watched this television show and waited for it to wrap up. And finally, it did. Wow. Were you waiting Were you waiting for Arrow to wrap like from the pilot episode? That's what it kind of sounded like. <laughs> you were like yeah, so is it over yet? Uh, no? Okay, cool. Uh, why Another season renewal? This? Come on. Oh. Uh, When's it going to be over? Oh, man. That's uh, twist of fate. Uh, <laughs> but finally, um, I got my revenge. Again. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. You didn't reach Smallville numbers. I die happy. <laughs> That's funny. Imagine if that was like keeping me up at night. I know. I know. You're like, oh gosh, what if, what if it reaches ten seasons? Yeah. Then, then what will I do? What this will has such an impact on my life? That. It's, oh man. It's remaining legacy. <laughs> What's left? How you doing, bud? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a bit under the weather, so I'm not drinking a beer because okay. you know, as we know, alcohol compromises the immune system. For so sure. For sure. That would not be good in full recovery. Uh, that's, that's true. That's fair. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you're not feeling your best. Uh, Thank you. but I've, I've selected a beer. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a beer. Um, that's, I hope that's, that's okay. fine. You enjoy it. Your immune system is in full swing right now. And maybe uh, yeah. mine will be again too. Uh, you know what? I have a feeling it will be one day, but, um, I did select a beer that I think will pique your interest. I actually told you about this one a few days ago. Uh, but this is Southern tier. Uh, the Southern Tier makes one of my favorite my favorite Halloween beer, Pumpkin. But Southern Tier mm. also makes this. I hadn't seen this before. Nitro Hot Cocoa Imperial Milk Stout. Oh yeah, you sent a picture of this. I am so curious. I'm glad you're drinking this so, on the podcast. So, oh, mm, sounds like ASMR. the cocoa is bubbling yeah, on the stove or something. Oh, it looks like cocoa. It looks thick. Like it is a milk stout, so yeah, but like more than milk stout thick. Well, and like it's and milkshake it's thick. It's nitro. Oh, that's so that's it. why. Because mm-hmm. instead that's of it. CO2 bubbles, instead of carbon dioxide bubbles, they're nitrogen bubbles, which are tiny, silky, smooth. Like that's like what Guinness does. Like it's like the really silky mm-hmm. uh bubbles that are yeah, it's silky thick like a smooth. I mean, look at that head on that beer. Mm-mm. That's a nice that's got a nice head right yeah. there. Nice head of hair. So I'm gonna take a yeah. I'm a, hey. I'm sensitive about that, so I'm gonna. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a sip. Mm, he's taking a sip. Mm. He's checking it twice. Okay, that does taste like chocolate. Wow, that is really? like it, it. That is like a like a cocoa. So uh, ale with cocoa powder and natural chocolate and marshmallow flavors added. Wow, and that is definitely what I'm getting. Um, mm. What company yeah, is this? This is Southern Tier. Southern Tier. Southern mm-hmm. Tier. Um, I'm actually not sure where they're based out of, but the, oh, Lakewood, New York, Lakewood, New York. Uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy the pumpkin. That is one of my favorite. Um, one of my, that's my favorite, like pumpkin beer easily. Mm, and pumpkin is excellent. Yeah, it is. It is. It is excellent. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm uh, going to try I mean, when I'm feeling, when I'm feeling above the weather, Frank, I yeah. am going to try one of those. I'm going to try one of those beers. Why is it under the weather? Aren't we always under the weather right? because I've the never, clouds are above us? And... I don't want to use a lookup on this personally, but I am really curious about it. I'm under the. I'm always under the weather. That's why I'm on the ground, unless I'm in an airplane and we're flying above the clouds, because then we are over the weather. Above the weather, right? We're above it. Mm-hmm. 
That's crazy. That's so mm-hmm. interesting. Frank, know what I am... Um, no, I can't connect that. There's no segue here. <laughs> Frank, Arrow... You know what? I'm over Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Because it's over. Nope. I, I can't do it. I can't connect it. Uh, anyway, Arrow wrapped up its half season, season eight, and uh, it's the end of an era, the, the beginning of the DC TV universe, the Arrowverse, whatever you'd like to call it, and... Uh, and it 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 finalized itself. Um, Stephen Amell was like, after season seven, he was like, "No, I, I really don't want to come back anymore." And they were like, "What about half a season and money?" And he was like, "All right, <laughs> yeah. uh, now you speak okay. my language. All right, you speak in my language." And uh, he was very upfront about that. He's like, "I honestly came back for the money." He's like, "And I had a good time yeah. doing it. Like, don't get me wrong, I had a great time. I loved working on Arrow, like obviously, but." I did come back from the money. He did. He wants to spend more time with his family, and the thing that made God it forbid. worth... Yeah. yeah, I know, right? The thing that made it worth not spending that time with his family was, was well, it's only going to be half a season, so that's more time with your family, and more money. And he was like, well, it'd be irresponsible of me to not take more money for my family. But now he is doing another show. He's doing a wrestling show for Showtime. Yeah. Yeah, uh, very but interesting. I guess those are short seasons, and... It's only eight episodes, I think, so... Only eight, which is much different than 22 headlining oh, yeah. the show. Eight episodes, that's like, you could take a vacation the rest of the year if you had to. But 22, that's pretty much their whole year. Oh, yeah. It's like being in school, and then you got a couple months, and then you're and then you're back in it. But, right. but, those, but people tend to think, not think about the work that they put into these shows. And it's like you're talking 10, 12-hour days, and it's not like you're 8 to 8, you know, or something like that. You're really like... You shoot Eight weird hours. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because if you're shooting in Vancouver, and especially Arrow, it's all night work. It's all night. You know, it's all heroes don't come out. Arrow does not Green Arrow does not come out during the day oh. in this for in this iteration. So it's 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 very time consuming, very tiring. Uh and so I give him credit for coming back for the half, even for the money. And then but really like running home with it. Yeah. I yeah. I really enjoyed season eight quite tremendously. Um, it actually, I think it, it was one of their best in a long time. I, I have to completely agree. I've we've done like pulse checks, like just mm-hmm. about every season. I mean, since we started Beer with Geeks, they were already in like they were in season three or something at the time. Mm-hmm. So, so since that time, we've done like every season or every half season, even sort of check ins of like, all right, how what's the state of the Arrowverse and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've always been, I, I'm, I'm actually, I. I would like to go back and listen to what what we've said over the years, but I feel like I've been very up and down, off and down, um, on on this show more than the others. It's admittedly not my, it's like not my absolute favorite of the bunch, but I really enjoyed seasons seven and eight, um, way more than I enjoyed, you know, like five or six. I think I think it, it kind of I really started to lose steam there for a bit, and um, and I I really came back in season seven and eight. I dipped after season five. I've always watched it consistently, but I I, I liked one. I loved two. Mm. I really liked three. So let's see, if you do it by the villains, easier if you do it by the villains. Yeah, right? that's so, easier for me too. So season one is Merlin, Merlin, the Dark Archer. You know the Notebook. You know the whole the whole nine yards. Travers is it? Travers was the guy on the island. You know, I don't because it's always the mixed. Man. It's always the mixed narrative, right? It's right. his time away and right. his time. In the city. Well, he was still on the island season one in the in the flashbacks. That's right. So he's on the island for two seasons. Yeah. On the on, on Leanne Yu. So, so anyway, so it's uh, Travers and Merlin. I liked season one a lot. I didn't, as I usually don't, love the episodic like. Oh, and we got the next bad guy. Cross his name off the list. Right. 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 Yeah. I I always forget that that was like the mechanism for the mm-hmm. show at the beginning. Yeah, I think it worked. For I think it worked for starting the show, but it's just bonkers to think this is the this is the show that was like trying to get away from Smallville, right? Like, and they were like not the super heroic style, like it's gritty, down to earth, whatever. And then by season eight, he's the Spectre. Yeah, I know, I know. It's so funny, isn't it? So funny. I know. I mean, kind of Smallville did the same thing where it was like, no, it's very grounded, no tights, no flights, all going to be very. And then by season ten, we're talking checkmate, and we've had the Justice League, and we've had, you know. all, all the you know dark and side. justice yeah. society and dark side and doomsday and all this stuff has happened like they, they always try like we're gonna be very grounded and by the end it's like but the fans like this stuff so we're gonna do it right and those are ends up being that ends up being some of their best stuff that's when it gets good mm-hmm. yeah although but i do think really though i think season one is very strong i, I in, season one's very strong 
in in what it, in what it offers. And you know, Merlin was a great villain. You know, he I mean, he John Barrowman made such an impact. He just kept coming back. Yeah. Like over and over and over again. Sometimes to the detriment of the show, sometimes they had a hard time letting go of actors they liked. And so and and so by keeping them around, you don't have anything to really do with them. And so that's when it starts to get a little wayward. Um so uh, but that was season that was season one. Season two was Deathstroke. Deathstroke, yeah. Which I it, liked that season, but I liked it better later. I stopped watching the show in like season two. I was just I sort of like like when it well like I was watching it not live every week, but like I was keeping up with it every week. Um throughout season one and then into season two, and mm-hmm. then I just sort of petered out for a bit. And then a couple of years later, I I was like, All right, let me catch back up. This is probably in season three or four. I caught back up. And and have been watching it consistently ever since. But it was season two where, like, at the time, I was sort of like, I just don't, I just, whatever. This isn't filling the Smallville-shaped hole in my heart. Like, this isn't doing it for me. So I dropped. But then when I picked it back up later, a couple of years later, I, I had more appreciation for season two. Mm. I really like season two, but I really like Deathstroke. Uh, and I liked the brother blood twist. Mm, they, mm-hmm. it, I, you know, for people forget that he was even in there. I think that's right. Um, and I then did. there was there was the girl from Terminator, Summer Glau. No. Oh, yeah, Summer Glau. Yeah. I f- well, yeah, right. Because she did that. Uh, she did that. There was that arc. Wow, I completely forgot about Summer Glau being on the show. Yeah, there was that arc where she was. Uh, some she was like a queen consolidated rival or something, right? She was like yeah, from another something tech. like that. Mm-hmm. She was like from Palmer, not from Palmer Tech, but some other like company of that stature, let's say. Um, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, there was something like there was something like that. I don't remember. I don't remember exactly exactly what what the yeah. But that was a fun. That was fun. Like that was you know that was a different time. <laughs> it was like 2013 or something. That was that was a different time. That was still when they were like. Well, Deathstroke, he takes the Mirakuru. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. The Mirakuru was like a big thing still. Yeah, they <laughs> and were. And they still like make references to Mirakuru to this. Like in the finale, there was a Mirakuru reference. Like mm-hmm. they, that never left. That left its impact. But yeah, wow. That was such a big thing. That was like an ongoing plot point for so long. Yep. And the, they remember the Amazo was a boat. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Man. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, what right. A what a time. I mean, this is only a year after like this show only premiered a year after Smallville ended. That is correct. But it's like such a different it feels like a different time period. I know. But it's eight years. That's uh, you know, it's almost a, a decade of difference. It's crazy. And then in season two is where Barry Allen guested, right? Yeah, that's what they had they had they had like the the, the backdoor flash pilot. The back door, yeah, that's right. Because it yeah. ends with him getting struck by lightning. Right. You know, to be like, oh, are people interested in the Flash, maybe? Right. And then in season <laughs> three of Arrow was when Flash premiered. That is correct. Because they had their first crossover where it was just the two of them and they fought Captain Boomerang. Yes. And I think I watched that at your house. Really? I think I. Oh, no, no, no. It was the next one with the Hawks. Oh, uh, okay. Year. That was the with Legends the of Tomorrow. The Legends. Door. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I haven't watched some of those in a long time. I haven't. I haven't watched them since they aired. I remember watching that. That well, we'll get there, I guess. So, but yeah, yeah season. So yeah, so season three was was when the Flash. Season three was when the Flash came, premiered, and that was Rachel Ghoul. Yes, uh, yes, as yes. the bad guy, and I remember, I remember watching the mid season finale of that where they like, um, they they fight, um, bare chested sword fight on top of the mountain and being like this is like bring it this is this is apex batman your green arrow right here your excitement for that was infectious for me and got me more excited like i would not have been as excited if it wasn't for you being like i remember you saying like this is my favorite rachel ghoul ever like this was matt nabel he was excellent i really liked him you met Mm -hmm. him didn't you at a con i did not meet Matt. oh no matt nabel no I thought you had There's been a few of them over the years. Most of the legends, actually, just by weird happenstance, actually. Um, let me see who I met. I met Robbie Amell, mm-hmm. Firestorm. Mm-hmm. Firestorm. Uh, um, I met Caitlin Snow. Um, oh, I don't know. You met Daniel Pennebaker. I did. She's That's very cool. nice. Nice. I met. Sierra, I met Hawk Girl and Hawkman. I yeah, I remember that you met 
her at least. Yeah. Because I remember you told her that you loved her in um, uh, Hunchback. Hunchback. The Hunchback yeah. of Notre Dame. She's yeah. excellent in that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, good memory on that. Yeah. Uh, I've met and I met uh, Manu Bennett. I met Deathstroke. That's who I'm thinking of. You met Manu Bennett. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. also yeah. super nice. And he signed your pop doll. Yes, he did. He signed my dolly. He signed um, your dolly. <laughs> um, was that the same? Was that the he, same con that Azarello said that to you? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. I think that was a different one. But um, oh, yeah. because Manu was, I think, was the first one that I was like, oh, I'll have someone sign a pop doll. Okay. He was okay. the first one. But he was very nice. He signed two of them because I said, you get to choose whichever one you would you like. You know, do you want to sign Azog the Defiler from The Hobbit or do you want to sign Deathstroke? And he's like, oh, I'll sign both of them. It's well, me, that's nice. Manu Bennett. Yeah. That's super nice. Yeah. Yeah. He was very cool. He was very cool. Um, but anyway, that was season three. I remember people were not in on the season three because that's when you really start to get comic booky because there's the Lazarus pit. Yes. And like all of this stuff. Yeah. And that's when I that's when I came back, I think, was right around then because I was like, all right, this is stuff I can get into again. This is good. This is good. So then I think I caught back up mm-hmm. and, and picked up the show again. And uh, and it's still. Yeah, it still didn't quite. I was I was watching it, but still sort of feeling like it was out of obligation to us to a degree. Sure, because like, we we're in that like if you don't watch the comic book things, they go away. Kind of, yeah. That scarcity, you know, that that mm-hmm. depression era scarcity of like it'll 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 all go away. But also like at that point, then like when Flash started, I felt like especially because I knew they were going to be cro- it looked like they were going to be crossing over every so often. I felt like I needed to at least know what was going on in Arrow, so that I could enjoy it more when they crossed over. Yes. Yeah, I think. Do you think Arrow would have survived for as long as it did without branching into the greater comic universe? I think that Arrow would have been a solid, like, five-season show, Max, if there were not other spinoff shows. Mm. If there there wasn't Flash, if there wasn't Legends, if there wasn't any of that, I think Arrow would have gone maybe five seasons and and that would probably be all the story they would they could tell without having more connections to the rest of the DC universe. Mm-hmm. I have, a, I, I mean, they granted they could just keep bringing in Deathstroke and other characters like that. Yep, for as long as they wanted, really, I guess. But I think that there was a momentum that was generated once the other shows started coming out that that kept that machine going. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree with that. Um, but season four. Season four was Damien Dark. Damien Dark, right. Oh, yeah, Damien Dark. Yeah, um, who was branched off into four? the Legends bad guy. He right, branched he off did. to the Legends bad guy. And um, Legends started in season four of Arrow, right? Legend, I'm pretty sure. Yes, Legend, so, if, if the Flash crossovered in three, then Legends crossovered in four. And that's when the, we had, like, the Justice Society stuff, kind of. kind of Justice Society stuff. What do you mean? The because Hawks was, is really what, oh, I'm, yeah. what I'm talking about. The Hawks. Yeah, I don't know why yeah. they didn't really branch the into the Justice Society, though. No, they did Because they had I, Vandal Savage. Yeah. And it was, um, oh, right, Vandal Savage. I always think, you know, I thought that was going to be the start of a Justice Society arc, and I, I, in my brain, labeled it that, but that's not what it was. But it was the Hawks, and and I remember watching that crossover at your house with, with Damon. Mm. Who was not watching the shows at the time, but he was like, cool, I'll watch with you guys. Uh, <laughs> Classic Damon movie. Yeah, he was whatever. like, All right, whatever. Okay, I'm good uh, to hang so out. I yeah. think we recorded a beer with geeks, and then we watched the crossover. That's right. That's right. Oh man, that's right. So, so then I, I don't remember much else about season four apart from the crossover in Damien Dark, and I feel like that's probably the way to go with many of these seasons after one, two, and three. Yeah, I think so oh, too. Where you start to go, oh, I don't really remember what's happening anymore. Yeah. Um, and that's definitely true. Five was um, Prometheus, Prometheus, which was a, oh, Prometheus was a good. That was a, season that was five a good was villain. Good. That was a good villain. That was a good villain. I, you know what? I felt. I remember at the time feeling like that was very drawn out, and that I was sort of like, let's get on with it. But mm-hmm. in retrospect, what they did do with it was very was very good. That was a good villain. Yeah, I think. Well, season five, I remember was like a they arrow was like, okay, we've gotten big comic book stuff <laughs> it, for them at that moment. And so yeah. they had to they had to backlog back into something else to what they used to be because you know you had the Dark Archer you had Deathstroke it's you know quote unquote grounded right and right, then you, right. all of a sudden you have the immortal 
you know, the immortal Rachel Ghoul, and then you have the wizard Damien Dark or whatever you want to call him. And so it it got a little like because Constantine came in Arrow season four. Yes. Because that's when that was on Sarah NBC. Lan- gave Sarah Lance back her soul. Right. right. Yeah. Right. I think that was that. Um, yeah, because that was on NBC. And yeah, Arrow is, my gosh, it's really it's gone a long way to help people with their careers. It really not anything has. else. It really has. So so we had was the 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 story where they couldn't stop like the nuke from going off. Was that in the Damien Dark season or the Prometheus season? That was the Ooh, good question. I think it was Damien Dark season. I think that was Damien Dark. That those two things ring together. Yeah, because because Prometheus was more about destroying Oliver Queen, not so much destroying Star City. Yes, yes. Yeah, remember when it used to be called Starling City? Starling City, which I always found I I found it annoying. I actually found it annoying. I was like, mm-hmm. what a dumb name, Starling, because really all that was was they didn't. I really feel like they just wanted to give it a different they just wanted to be different than the comic book. Like for 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 no reason, for no real reason other than like comic booky stuff is lame. Like this was in the same not the same time period, but the same line of thinking of like the X-Men need like matching uniforms. Yes, that's exactly right. And there was something about like they didn't think Star City sounded like the name of a real city. And so, which I mean it doesn't, but but Starling, but neither, neither I feel does, like, is worse. Starling City. Yeah, Starling is kind of worse. They should you know, have just owned Star City and kept it. And now I'm glad that they came around to it eventually. I'm actually very glad they did that. But That's right. Yeah, they rebranded the city name to, like, start anew or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because, like, like, after what happened in, uh, after, like, the attack on the Glades or whatever, they were like, mm-hmm. we're rebuilding, we're new, and to show that we're changing the name of our city because that's how that works. Yep. And um, Can you imagine if, if one day they were like, New York City. We're not called New York City anymore. We're just we're, called York City. We're 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 just NYC. Yeah, you know we're not Boston. We're, we're Boston. We're Boston. Oh my God! Hey, you over there? Buy a Hyundai. That's yeah. what we're called now. Speaking of speaking of Boston, that is the city that that they, that stands in for yes, for, yes, it uh, is Starling and later Star City. That's right. So I, I love I love seeing all the different like establishing shots and stuff and being like, ah, I know where that is. And uh, the clock uh, tower. I just drive to, by, I yes, live near there. I used yeah. to live right there. And uh, just today I, I was watching the finale uh, just today as we record this. Mm-hmm. And earlier today I had a meeting um, uh, in, a, in a building where like there was a, a view identical to something that I, like a view of downtown that was identical to. Oh, that's uh, cool. You know, the uh, at the end of the finale um, mm-hmm. when. Oliver and Felicity finally get reunited, like in heaven or whatever. Um, yes. Uh, it turns out that heaven is an office building in uh, in Boston, in downtown Boston. And apparently, I was like I in that it. building today uh, because, like, oh. that, the building they show doesn't exist. But like, I was standing like where whatever building is actually in that spot. Yep, I was in it today and That's saw cool. the view that like they were looking at out that out that window. That's cool. Um, so that was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. You were in heaven. You were Inspector Heaven. I was Inspector. Specter Monitor Heaven. That's apparently. right. You know, a season three was also Ray Palmer, the introduction of Brandon Routh as Ray Palmer. Yes, which I loved. I loved the like flirtation between him and Felicity. I really was into that. Yeah, really strong. He became such a different character when he like went on to Legends. He was really this like brash, full of himself, like 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 whippersnapper, I guess. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it he really went in a slightly different they went in a different direction with him for legends and both i think are honest and true and work for his portrayal of the character but he he was able to fit both molds of both types of shows and i liked that he was supposed to be ted cord originally yes there were a lot of cord industries references in the early couple seasons in the first two seasons a lot of cord industries palmer tech is like nowhere and then they were ready to do blue beetle and like that was going to be their thing and I think that's when they st- when WB was trying to do a Booster Gold television show or a Blue and Gold movie. Oh my or- god, I forgot about that. And they were like, "No, you can't use them because we're probably going to make a movie one day." <laughs> wow. So they so they were like, "Fine, we'll use the Adam instead." And I mean, that ended up working out for them really like strongly. Oh but, yeah. But yeah, but it was supposed to be Blue Beetle, which would have been fun in its own way because like you would have had these two like like Batman avatars. I right. guess like the two different sides, like the the dark vigilante and the heavy tech gadget yeah, guy, yeah. like yeah. playing off of one another. That would have been fun. That would have been one of them being played by a former Superman. 
One of them being played <laughs> by a former Superman. Yeah. What a world we live in. Yeah. What a world. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And then season six and seven was Diaz. Diaz, Richard Dragon, right? You know, like who's supposed to be. And that's where I think six and seven were like really forgettable. Like I just yeah, couldn't uh, care. Did not care. Did not power through. But like I would let those episodes pile up to like four, five, six of them and then binge through them like half paying attention yep. <laughs> because like, I, I wanted to stay current, but I did not really. It wasn't keeping me. Meanwhile, I'm like religiously watching The Flash and, and yep. obviously Supergirl eventually when that started. But but <clears throat> but but Arrow was just sort of like, I'm not, I mean, yeah, I'll catch up when crossover week comes up. But like before that, I'm just sort of like, uh, whatever. I yeah. didn't really care at that time. And then when Diaz spanned from six into seven, I was like, more, more. You thought what we needed was more Diaz? Okay. I know. That's what that's what I thought was crazy. I was like, that that's not that's not what I wanted. But I also I give them credit for really listening to their original core fan base that was saying, Stop with the magic, stop with the this. True. Like that's that's not why we watch the show. If we wanted that, we'd go watch Legends or we'd go watch Supergirl or Flash or whatever. You know, you don't watch the Flash and go, Where's my gritty realism? You know That's right. That's absolutely right. And so I give them credit for like trying to branch Arrow into different avenues, and it didn't. And it didn't play, so they they had to kind of go back to they had to go back. But what's tough about Arrow, the Green Arrow, the character, is that he doesn't have a great rogues gallery. Right. Um, and so, like, if you like, he had Merlin, and then after that, everybody else in there they either used as one offs, or they could have used more. Like Vertigo is a great example of like sure. Like if they count Vertigo is weird, so we made him a drug, and it's called Vertigo. And also, there's this other gangland guy called Vertigo, and you know they went for these like mini arcs with some of these smaller characters. But Prometheus isn't traditionally a Green Arrow villain, although it, that he does meet his end by Green Arrow in the comics. And you know, Deathstroke's not a Green Arrow villain. Deathstroke's a Teen Titans villain, really. Yeah. That's become an everybody villain. Rachel Ghoul is definitely not a, a Green Arrow villain. Rachel Ghoul, that was just a Batman story that they put they Green just, Arrow in instead. And like Green Arrow has always been an avatar for for Batman, as you you oh, yeah. earlier. But like it was always like just I mean honestly in the early forties it was just a ripoff of Batman. It was like uh, he's got an arrow cave and an arrow mobile and, and an uh, arrow jet. Uh, it's just uh, just take the word bat and do a find and replace with arrow and you're good. Yep, pretty much. That's that's and so that's why it never really I, maybe that's why it never really bothered me that people were like, oh, he's just they're just trying to be Batman. I'm like, well, that's what Green Arrow was. He's been that for seventy five years. Like that's just, yeah, that's what he, he is. Green Arrow's been a lot of different things to a lot of different people, and so and I enjoyed this version of him. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I think and I think Stephen Amell brought a real gravitas to that role, kind of like did. a Downey Jr. in a way that like you know like let me let me help everybody. I want to shepherd you know, everybody into yes. this world. He always talked about he always talked about the role. Um, I listened to him. He's done Michael Rosenbaum's podcast mm-hmm. a couple of times now. Yep, and he's he really carried the responsibility. He took it as a responsibility of like I'm I'm the title character of this show. I'm the lead. I'm like top of the call sheet. I'm and people like I set the tone, and and there he t- he took it very very seriously of like it's like. I set the tone for the rest of the cast, for the crew, for the guest stars, like whatever. This show is going to be whatever sort of I make it to be. Like, not that it's he created the show or anything, but mm-hmm. he has a lot of pull and a lot of sway in how people treat it when they're on set. And he took that very seriously, and he, he cared a lot about the fans, and he cared a lot about just, like, making it a good show and telling good stories and and, and bringing what he could, like, bringing the best that he could. To the point where it sounds like he might have been a little annoying to work with at times, but but like annoying to work with because he wanted it to make the best show he could make, you know, which, right. which sometimes is like, all right, like he he maybe was more invested than some of the people around him. But it sounds I admire his his uh, commitment commitment. Yeah, yeah, that's the word. Yeah, even his encyclopedic knowledge of the show, where they're like, oh, you can't do this in this scene because in season three, episode sixteen, we said and did this right. And so, because like, he read every script, not just his lines, but he read the full scripts because he felt like it, he owed it to everybody to like have that knowledge of the show, like front to back. You're talking a very smart man, really. More like it, to to keep all of that logged in your brain with everything else you have to do. Yeah, that's a very smart, committed man. I give very him a lot smart. of credit. 
very smart and 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 um hardworking. Mm-hmm. You know? A lot of credit. Yeah, a lot of credit. We talked about all the. Do you have a favorite villain out of out of that season, or like in the bunch, or like if you had to pick some of them? Um, I actually like Merlin a, a good bit before he was sort of played out, mm-hmm. and I like uh Rachel Ghoul. Uh, yeah, too. Yeah, I think those are my Merlin, Deathstroke, and Rache are kind of the yeah. kind of they mix somewhere in the bag right there. What about the supporting cast? We haven't talked about them, you know, but you know your Felicities, your Diggles, your Roy Harpers, your Laurels. I I love I love Felicity. I love Diggle. You know, and for different different reasons. I, I I always loved Felicity. Um, I didn't really. I don't want to. Say, I don't want this to sound like a, a definitive statement. I didn't really care one way or the other. Uh, one way or the other, whether they got together. Once it was clear they were kind of. Putting the two of them together, I liked it. Like I've always liked, I liked them, but like I didn't, I wasn't like pulling for it from the start. Like like sure. some people were like day one elicity. Like I want mm-hmm. these two to end up together. I didn't feel that from the start, but once it w- they went down that path, I was happy with it. Yep. Um, and Diggle, I love the brother relationship the two of them that, that Ollie and and uh, Diggle had. I agree. All yeah. the way, all the way to the finale, where you know after John, after Oliver's gone, Diggle still has that sense of duty to his to his brother. I agree. I think that the if the the show did a lot of things well, but I think what it did, really did well was this um, almost, I guess brother yeah the, this brother relationship between Diggle and and Ollie. But like it was almost like what I wanted Anakin and Obi Wan to be. Oh, if that yeah, makes kinda, sense. Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. Like there's this like push. There's always this push pull on them where they don't always agree. Their ideologies are a little different, but at the end they are family. They, they respect are brothers. Each other they and respect love each, each other. other. And- and they will always have each other's backs. That that's kind of like the relationship that I I had with them. Yeah, yeah. They would they would challenge each other, and they would call each other out on their BS, but mm-hmm. but always from a place of like caring, and and respect, um, and ultimately love at the at the end. You know, towards the end, especially like the mm-hmm. uh, deeper we get into the show. At the beginning, obviously, it's it's less intimate than that. But but towards the end, it really is like these two two dudes who've been been through war together and love each other and you know they're they're like army buddies exactly exactly and um so i think i think diggle kind of ranks as like my favorite supporting player sarah lance i think is right up there oh sarah sarah yeah sarah's great yeah i mean so she spun off and then became the lead of a different show right exactly like props to katie lots and yeah um, for real and I have a special place in my heart for Captain Lance. I think like he, Bla- Paul Blackthorn, I think that's his name, was just a tremendous presence. Like every time he was there, and even he, though his story arc didn't always like play out well, I agree. Um, he but was always good. He was always good, and he grew. His character grew on me mm-hmm. over the years. At first, I was sort of like whatever, but like he really he did grow on me. And by the end, he was like a crucial part of when when he found out Oliver's secret identity. I wasn't sure about that, and like you know, there were a lot of things that. There was a lot of that actually for me of like another person knowing the identity. Come on, here we go. But it it almost always I really struggled to think of a time that it didn't pay off in some way. Yeah, didn't make it work. Even if I didn't agree with it at the time, it always it always worked. Always worked out. I was really struck by how many people came. I mean, how like everybody came back for the finale. Literally you know, everybody. There was like there yeah. was nobody that they that they couldn't get. Yeah, and the people like they like couldn't like they didn't need to get they figured out a way to do it differently so like yeah. that manu Bennett scene where oliver yes. stops like the death of his mom like that was pre-filmed years ago and they were able to retool that for their own use but it's like everybody came home for this fun reunion it, it, right like that scene where where felicity comes into the the bunker mm-hmm. and like everyone is there every i mean and i mean everyone, everyone. that was I I got okay. I felt some feelings in that finale, Tim. Yeah, I did too. I felt some feelings. I felt when she walked in and, and saw all that. I felt some feelings, um, and she like got behind the computer again. Like that was that was kind of special. I really felt some feelings when she like quote unquote met Mia at the funeral. Yeah, when Felicity mm-hmm. met adult Mia, um, that that got some that got me in 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 the feels. Yep. I think, and yeah, uh, I think Barry and Kara showing up at the funeral Barry really, yeah. that really got me in the feels because like they're like, I mean, and Sarah was there too, obviously, yep. but she kind of yep. started for they she really started. She in comes the from arrow, the show, but, so it's yeah. But she was like, you know, like they're like they're, they all are. They're here because of him, 
And even though Kara like was on CBS, Supergirl was on CBS, yeah, and yeah, like yeah, whatever else, yeah. but that it's all it's still because of the show. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it is. like the actors are almost like paying respects to the show in the way the characters were playing respect yeah. to the character. It's like it was oh it know. just like really felt yeah. You know, I had seen um it's been a few days since the finale aired and I'm I'm watching it a few days later, but um I had seen like memes and stuff about about Barry showing up and I figured he would show up, but I hadn't really seen Kara in any of those memes and mm. I'm still not adjusted to the fact that she's on this earth now. Oh, so sure. I was almost surprised to see her there because <laughs> I'm like not fully expecting her to be on this. You know what I mean? I know she's sense. here, but my brain isn't used to it. I'm used to, oh, sure, of course, Barry's there. He's on the same earth. But then when I saw Car, I was like, oh, of course she's there. She's on the same earth now, too. Like, uh, it just that that was that was nice, too. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was strange that Iris wasn't there. That was the only one true that I thought was strange, just because I'm like, you got married on the same at the same time true. that that Barry Barry and Iris and Felicity and Ollie got married, and like you're not at the funeral, it's like true. that. That was like it was almost like Chewie not hugging Leia in Force oh, Awakens. Yeah, I was just yeah, kind of yeah. like, what a weird absence. That's that's so strange. Yeah, yeah, right. Why would Barry go to the funeral alone? I didn't think about that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. That was the, the like the one omission that I was like, oh weird, hmm. weird. Good call. Good yeah, call. but anyway, I didn't, I didn't, yeah. But but anyway, um, um, and then the final the final scene where Oliver and Felicity are reunited, uh, that that also got me in the feels too. Inspector Heaven, yeah. In in Inspector Heaven, in Monitor Inspector. Heaven, yeah. So here's the question, I guess, in the larger context, the Monitor. I mean, because they use the they reuse the same footage yeah. from last season. I guess that means when when Ollie remade when Oliver remade the universe, the multiverse, you know, in his last moments as the Spectre, and all of this stuff. I guess that means he also brought the Monitor back to life, right? I guess at this moment we saw him, so because, he's still around because you know, he, he brought back all these people in his life that like he thought deserved a life, right? You know, he probably he brings back his mom, he brings back Tommy, like sure. all of this. Um, you know, Captain Lance, you know, like he, he brings back all of these people that deserved more than what he could give them and like died because of his actions. And so they're able to live where he did not. It's a really nice, like sacrificial offering kind of thing that he does. I, I really liked it. I loved Laurel questioning, like why her earth one doppelganger didn't come back and, and, uh, uh, mayor Lance, Yep, I guess being like because there was nothing you were you didn't need to be fixed like you were you were good the way you were like I love that little moment yeah, of me too him basically saying like no you are my daughter yeah um, that, that, that was, was that got me too yeah, that was a actually. nice moment that was that nice was moment. nice yeah that was good and honest I mean for out sitting outside the show because she's a more interesting character than regular Laurel I think the direction they took Laurel was kind of it was just okay in the first couple of seasons. And so it was actually black siren that became a more interesting yeah. dynamic yeah. with the group. So yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, what did you think of the, the, um, the backdoor green arrow and the can black canaries pilot? I think that would be a very interesting show. Yeah. I, it actually, I was more interested in that show in that episode than I was in all of the future episodes mm. leading up to that moment mm -hmm. where it, like I watched that. I was like, now I'm on board. Now I'm, for some reason I'm interested. Yeah. I would like that show. I yeah. Like that show. I like, here's the thing. I like the three of them very much. Like I'm, I, I like all three of them as actors and as characters. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree. They have a great dynamic. They do. And... They have really good chemistry. I think, mm -hmm. um, I think Catherine McNamara is like, like she just like appeared on the scene like fully formed as this character mm -hmm. and has been kicking ass as yeah, Mia, she really like has. since she appeared like it's I, I un unbelievable like i i don't think i've ever felt that like compelled by by a character that quickly like that that bought in um as quickly as i have been with her and i I, I am like the last person i expect to hear myself saying that but i really really like i i don't really I honestly don't. I'm not the biggest fan of like the Green Arrow sort of universe of characters. What few characters there are in that mm -hmm. little sphere, and yet, and yet, it's it's this sphere that I'm like instantly I'm sold on on on. I'm talking back in season seven when she first appeared. Like that, I'm just like, yeah, totally mm -hmm. great, cool. Yeah, love this she character. Has, this is great. She has she has 
an amazing she has, as an actress an amazing presence on camera in a and way she's that like kind 23 of, 24 she's like very young but like has yeah, this confidence she's a baby and yeah she's got a um she almost has like a Stephen amell presence you know like you show up and you're like who's that yeah like more of that please yeah 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 totally totally mm-hmm. so i i i do think that would be a i hope that that something happens there because i think that'd be a very good show yeah i agree i hope so too yeah i hope so too i i it 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 had very good ratings whereas the actually the finale of the show did not it but oh interesting yeah it had less than a million live viewers i oh. think um but i mean that's very typical of the cw it know. is surprising though for a series finale for a show that had such Vo- a vocal online fandom it is surprising that, that not that many people turned out to watch it live but i guess we'll see what the live plus seven looks like and all that yeah but. maybe people were confused at the the breakdown of the, yeah yeah honestly it sure. was a little confusing so that wouldn't be that wouldn't surprise me um what did you think of diggle and so first he mentions that he and lila and the kids are moving to metropolis yep mm-hmm. caught that and yep. uh, I don't know if you know this, Tim, but there is a television program slated uh, to take place in Metropolis coming up pretty soon. It's what called... is it about Lex Luthor and Lois Lane solving crimes? Uh, no, not quite. Uh, it's called Superman and Lois. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know what David Ramsey's contract looks like or anything, but like, I think he's going to be, and he and Lila are both going to be showing up in, in he, that show. He, and then, yeah. And then he found a special piece of hardware that landed on Earth. Indeed. Or did it find him, Frank? Ah. Uh, uh. I thought when he went into that crater, I was like, I want to see Evan, sir. I want to see Evan, sir. I want to see Evan. Oh, the ring is fine, too. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't even really see Green Lantern. You don't. You, you just see a little see, box. You just see a little, like, a little glasses case, and he opens it up, and it shines green in his face. And you're like, oh, green glasses. Okay. Hilarious. Ah, green, that, famous, that famous hero, green glasses. <laughs> green glasses. <laughs> I'm the green glasses. glasses. Like, you don't see, you see brother hipster. It's like you're cool in a different way. <laughs> uh, I, like the, I like the alliteration, but I feel like you're taking a step backwards. Um, I, I'm, I mean, the show has been kind of like moving in that direction for such a long time. It's so funny because it came out of nowhere. Diggle was a made up character and people one day were like, you know, you're, he's basically John Stewart. Like you did a great job at making a non John Stewart, John Stewart. And then they were like, yeah, well, also, but his stepdad's last name is Stewart. So technically he's John Diggle Stewart, but he doesn't have a great relationship with his dad. So he doesn't really use that name. And you're like, oh, interesting. That's John's, a good retcon. That's a, that was a good. Yeah, that was a great retcon. Yeah. Nice. Nice job, team. Good job. And then and last then, year during Elseworlds, where, where uh, oh, the Flash, Earth 90 yeah. Flash was like, John, where's your yeah. ring? You know, well, like, like, oh, OK, well, we, we get it. It's different on this Earth. <laughs> I, see, I, mean, I thought that I would, honestly would have been good with that. Yeah. I would have been good with that, but I thought that would pay off in crisis. I thought there'd be something that would happen. Like, we would see Earth 267 where, where Diggle is the Green Lantern. Like, I thought we might see that coming. Oh, sure, you know, sure, in, sure. In, in crisis. Yeah, that... But uh, but I guess they're going to pay it off in arguably a bigger way if he's going to Superman and Lois and maybe he's a supporting character or maybe he learns how to use the ring. Maybe. But we're such an interesting... That we. I mean, because all of these shows have their super teams, right? So it's not completely out of the realm of possibility that a Green Lantern would be a supporting player in a Superman show, especially if you're trying to if you're trying to make it slight, uh, if you're trying to diverge from Supergirl, because now you have two members of the Super Family have, with their own television shows. The Martian Manhunter, the space character, it plays a big part on Supergirl. Then what if Green Lantern, the space character, plays a big part on 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 Superman and Lois? That's not That's... it's not a huge and what if Superman and Lois really takes what if there are a lot of their adventures are in space? Which mm-hmm. is something that's also which is something that's also different from Supergirl. Yeah. What if she's protecting the planet while he's out there like like on a space like cause remember the script they say, Oh, it's very different, Superman and Lois and whatever. So what if what if they're actually not in Metropolis at all? I think that'd be very interesting. And honestly, the comparison you're drawing with Martian Manhunter is a good one. That I hadn't thought about it that way. That's that's cool. I like that as an idea. Yeah. I would also kind of like, and I know they won't do this, but I would like it if like Diggle and Lila were supporting characters for season one of this show while Diggle learns how to use the ring and learns about the Guardians of the mm. universe and all that stuff. 
and then it spins off into a Green Lantern show. I know they won't do that on the CW. I know, but the, but, but Green, there's already Green Lantern show coming for HBO Max. HBO Max, but I don't think it's going to be with him. I think I don't think so either. Yeah, I, I do hope it's. I really do hope they would do a John Stewart one because I think that we don't need another Hal or another Kyle. Frankly, I mean, for, Kyle hasn't been as 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 overdone, but. I would really like Kyle's shown up like once yeah. on Superman the animated series. So. I would really like to see. I would really really like to see John Stewart be the Green Lantern, be like the Green Lantern of record again. Yeah, I I would like that too. I wouldn't even mind what they've been trying to do for a movie for so long, and they do like uh, Hal and John Stewart. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I'd be fine for that too, because I mean, you don't want to dish your Hal fans. You know, and I am for, a Hal fan, and I am mm-hmm. a Hal fan. Hal is probably my favorite Green Lantern, but I want to see. I, I I did grow up with John Stewart in a big way, and I really want to see that character done right. I agree, me too. In live action, in certainly, live action. and and I think that David Ramsey is kind of the person to do it. I do too. Yeah, I mean it's it's built that way already. So, but I think I think there is something with Superman and Lois. And like you don't, I just don't think that you drop. Oh, we're moving to Metropolis. No, it's that that that's a choice. That is a choice. Mm-hmm. You don't drop that and then have a tease of him becoming a superhero and then leave it at that. Like there's right. there's going to be more. Yeah, I think so too. And so I just I I think because there's an HBO Max show coming and they said it's not connected to the Arrowverse. I think that's where I'm like, where I start to go. I have no idea. Yeah. What's going to yeah, happen. That's it. I don't, I don't really know where they're going to go, but I'm excited for it either way. I mean, I'm, I'm excited. Like we got a green Lantern ring. Tease, mm-hmm. you know, like that's, yeah. that's pretty freaking cool. So, or, or maybe WB finally got smart and they realized that it doesn't matter if you have characters on conflicting properties you just did a multiverse five episode special like everything any anything can happen you can do whatever right. you want it doesn't matter as so you're on a different earth it's fine right so if john stewart's over there and hell's on that tv show with all good somebody like go go for it who cares it's all good yep it's all good yeah so what a i i'm i think arrow deserves the praise that it gets um which um, just for building an entire TV universe, and you know, and of course, all the people, countless people who also make that happen. But you know, for good for like Mark Guggenheim and Greg Berlanti for just like having the foresight and the openness and the willingness to like make this happen and to share the wealth and to to work extra hard at combining all of these things together because it is a lot of moving mm-hmm. parts. Mm-hmm. And even though Arrow didn't always rise above its station. He really did a good job for the majority of the time that it was on the air. Like, a really good time. And that, I mean, even just the countless, like, fight scenes and action sequences. Oh. And I just, like, like that's a lot of work. And a they lot. Really, and there was a distinct style to them all the time. And, you know, the costumes were good. Arrow really went through a transformative process. And, Boy, you know, and he. I think. Yeah, and they they learned a lot from Colin. Like he's the hood, and he's spray like a spray paint mask. And then by the end, he's like in a he's full fledged Green Arrow, and then he becomes the Spectre. I can't still can't get over that. I like, know, the, man. The Spectre, the Wrath of God. The, the it's amazing. It happened. Yeah, it happened on television. Yeah, I I saw it happen. Don't tell I me. I saw it happen. Don't tell me it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I even watched it happen. But anyway, yeah, great. Frank, do you have any final thoughts on Arrow? Final thought. In the finale, they, this show always, always made great use of flashbacks. Well, it always made use of flashbacks. Mm-hmm. I didn't always care for the flashbacks. When he was like, now I'm in China, and now I'm in Russia, and now I'm in, like, oh, my God, how many iterations till you get home? Oh, but, yeah, Russia. But, I forgot but, about Russia. Russia mm, was great. That aside, um, in the finale, they used the flashbacks to be flashbacks to Oliver, like to Diggle flashing back to his conversation with Oliver. Which I thought was a great little use of that that um, storytelling mechanism that they used throughout eight seasons. I, I I thought that was a brilliant little way of using that that device. Mm-hmm. That's actually that's a really that's a really good point that it's another that it's his closest friend flashing flashing back to him. Like in in, in season seven and eight, we flashed forward to the twenty forties with his kids, but in the very finale, the series finale. We flash back to them, or really Diggle, remembering Oliver and the lessons he learned from Oliver. 
Right. And I, I actually it's 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 both ways, even the lessons, because it's not even just the lessons that John learned from Oliver, but that Oliver learned to stop killing from John. Right. And that and that key decision is what brings everyone to this present day. Yes. Where everyone is here. It all hinges upon his decision not to kill John Byrne, comic book creator, creator John Byrne. Okay. Was was that character that was clearly a, a flashback to like season one, but like was that character named in season one? No, I don't okay. think so. Okay. Yeah. Because like they were clearly going back to the season one time period, but I was mm-hmm. like, did I just forget that they had a character named John Byrne in season one? Um okay, good. Uh, thank you for setting me straight there. Because uh, I was very fascinated by that. But anyway, all that to say, I was up and down on on the series as a whole, but really, but particularly on that flashback device. Sometimes I liked it, sometimes I hated it, and sometimes I could have just done without it altogether. And that, and in the series finale, is kind of what ties all of this stuff together, and kind of it, it was used in a very impactful and meaningful way. Mm. And uh, I, I tip my hat to them for for doing that. So, yeah. I, you know, eight years well done. Um, it, it wasn't always perfect, but then again, what is? I it was a wild ride. It was an enjoyable ride. It started this whole universe that will carry on uh, long after the show is gone. And um, we've I mean, had, we, we certainly we, had a lot of fun. We even owe a debt of gratitude to Arrow because we do Supergirl TV talk, and like that doesn't happen without Arrow. Hundred percent. Supergirl doesn't happen without Arrow. So the Arrow, we don't happen in that way without Arrow. So yeah, yeah. What so? What a what a ride. We've had a lot of fun times because of this show. Even when we weren't watching this particular show, mm-hmm. a lot of the fun times we had were because this show existed. So Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Oh, good stuff. Well, Frank, where can the people find us? Well, they can find us at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. That is the home for this network of lovely little podcasts uh, that we like to call home. Um, you can find shows like Academy Rewind and Loud Women and Hate Watch with us and a, a whole host of fantastic podcasts over at thoughtbubbleaudio.com. You can also find us at beerwithgeeks.com. That's, that's the home for this show on the internet uh, and where you can find all of our episodes. You can search for every Arrow episode we've ever done uh, there and, and listen to them to your heart's content. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Stitcher, uh, Google Play, everywhere that podcasts are found, you can find this one. Please rate and review us in those places. Um, that means a whole lot to us and helps us get discovered, helps new people find the show, so please do that. You can contact us. You can send us your thoughts, your feedback at, at uh, beerwithgeeks at gmail.com or at beerwithgeeks on Twitter. Those places to contact us. You can follow me on Twitter at Frank Ramblings and Tim at TimothyPG13. Uh, and, uh, those are, those are the best places to, to find us, uh, on this here, uh, interwebs, my friend. That's good stuff. I will find you in all those places, even though I already know about all threatening, of them. but okay. Indeed. Yes. Don't, don't threaten me with a good time, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> I'll find you. I will find him. <laughs> yeah. Good. Anyway, Frank, uh, until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I wish I could remember what the little cheers thing that he says in Russian every time is. Um, um, I, I'm not gonna remember it. Bru- um, Brooks, Brex, um, Brokovich, um, Aaron, Aaron Brokovich. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I was still recording. I was. Shoot. Uh, well, you could you could take the you could take the double. I might. Yeah, I might yeah. take the sky body for that one. Brokovich. That's the yeah. Anastasia. You said that like a Romanov. I mean, <laughs> All right. All right.